This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. Welcome to the yeah, Rush final Hour. show of the week. Hello, Boz. Hello, Dan. How are you? We're I'm going... so happy to see you, my friend. Yeah, me at the Felix Mutual. Yes. Exciting day here at Triple M because finally the uh, lineup for uh, Triple M's cricket has been announced. And? Well, uh, as suspected, Kerry O'Keefe. Isn't he a bit old to start? What? Oh, you mean for the actual oh, for the radio? Uh, for the radio. You mean for the team? Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, Kerry O'Keefe yeah, is. O'Keefe. We we intimated this last. He's got a laugh like the Bozos. Hey, I reckon that he's got a laugh like. The I'd sort put of like his. A, I'd put you a two. I'd put him yeah, a one. Apparently, he's very good. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Michael Slater, Brett Lee, Brad Haddon, oh, Merv Hughes. Oh, excellent. Uh, Darren excellent. Berry, uh, James Brayshaw will be doing a lot of the play-by-play stuff. Now we've talked about it's his very good very Channel good, Nine good. commentary, and I know it's rubbed people up the wrong way. Wait till you hear him on radio. He mm. is an outstanding well, well, radio. I heard him on Channel Nine. I didn't mind him. Yeah, but uh, but uh, some people didn't like him. Oh, but I'm telling you, on radio, he's he's an absolute star. But also, yep. you've got H.G. Nelson, yes. Jules Schiller, Lawrence Mooney, and Gus Wallen's part of it as well. Uh, reporter Nerily Meadows, mm. uh, Isha uh, Guna, uh, Gua mm. is um, an England's, uh, England women's player who's going to be part of the team. So you're going to have a, a, a bit Revolving of a female, female yeah. flavour. You're going to have a bit of comedy amongst it. So it's going to be cricket like it's never been done before on radio. Absolutely outstanding. Can't wait there for it. When does it start? Uh December 15th, the day-night test at the Gabba. All right. And here's Kerry O'Keefe. He was on the Sydney Grill team this morning. Let's go. I've missed it, and I'm excited to be back with Triple M, and and that sounds a really good squad. The old chestnut, you're a long time retired. I'm bringing you... A new meaning. You're a short time retired. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kerry. Uh, Justin Langer retired from Test Cricket and said, I want to spend time with yeah. my four girls, and he hasn't been home since. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just heard a laugh for the first time. What do you think? Oh, all right. All right. All right. Uncle Bozo's got a bit of competition. <laughs> peculiar. Peculiar. This is the... Oh, I've done well. Yes. Let's get his opinion on your Yeah, lap. exactly. I was just saying that. Uh, cattle calling the cat. This is the uh, Rush uh, Hour thanks to Lindy Home Loans. Thanks, Lindy. Go to lindy.com.au. Get your home loan online. By the way, thanks to Maroon for filling the chair the last couple of days as we do the Rush Hour here on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lindy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lindy.com.au. Triple M Rush Hour, Friday night here. Two yes. weeks to go after this and then a little bit of a break. Well, not for you. Well, not for you. So not for the Bozzo. Well, I'm, I'm into the swing of things now, buddy. That's it. This is our season. Yeah, but you had four months off in the middle of the year. Well, you? two. <laughs> I, for me personally, I just need one month. That's enough for me. Four weeks. That's it. Uh, Anything more than that spells danger. You know when, you, you know when, uh, you know oh, when you're playing at the uh, time zone, the, the, when you start running low on fuel, it starts <laughs> flashing red? The Bozzo sees that at night time. <laughs> <laughs> now... Now, yes, yes. Your, can I say yes. that your Socceroos, yes. your sport, has been very lucky this week that Australian cricket has been such a debacle because uh, yes. the Socceroos almost lost to the last place Thailand, uh, re- probably re- should have lost. I was going to say rephrase that to should have lost. Yeah. Got out of it with a draw. Got out of jail. All of a sudden, we're halfway through a World Cup qualifying group where Australia mm-hmm. currently is not in an automatic qualifying Position absolutely spot on, Dan. What and, has happened? And I'll tell you what. It wasn't the other night. What what had happened? It's what didn't happen. And what didn't happen is basically they didn't turn up. That is the worst performance I've seen under the Ange Postecoglou reign. And like you said, we were very fortuitous to come away yeah. with a point. We got a really dodgy penalty. 
I mean, I mean, really dodgy. I mean, I I couldn't believe that the penalty was given. You can always tell by the reaction of the of the other players. Like, like there's no one, no Australian appealed for it. And when the referee actually pointed to the spot, everyone yeah. started to walk back like it was a goal kick. Um, but we have to give credit to Thailand um, because we always get accused of not giving credit enough to a lot of these other Asian sides. Well, they should they have won. Were fa- they were fantastic and should have won, like you said. But um, if we keep playing like that, you can forget about being in the automatic uh, qualifying positions. We, we'll be fourth, and hence completely out if we keep playing like that. At the moment. Like you said, and this is after halfway point, five games, Saudi Arabia, all of us, five games, Japan, Australia, UAE, Iraq, Thailand. I'll concentrate on the four, the top four. Saudi Arabia, Japan, 10 points. Australia, UAE, nine points. We've got five games left, albeit three at home mm. and two away, but... That's a four-way go it's, for it's two a, automatic for spots. Two automatic and, spots. And if you finish third, then you've got to go through this other... Well, you've got to play the third-place team in the other one, which at the moment would be Uzbekistan, yeah. so home and away. So you've got to qualify then, to qualify. And then you've got to go and play the fourth-place team in CONCACAF, yeah. who at the so moment like, we saw is like Honduras. the old days. Well, basically. Yeah, basically. Why has this happened, given... One specific reason I can actually point to. Not enough of our players are playing regular football where they are abroad. Okay, so six, I think, out, out of the 11 that started the other night are not starting for the teams or are coming back from injury right. uh, or haven't played it. And I don't care how much training you put in, and any sportsman will tell you this, match practice is a completely different story altogether. And they haven't been having in the match practice. And, and that told, especially on a night with such humidity yes. and such heat, and the, the game got stretched out. Um, but, is uh, this and, why they struggled against Japan as well? Um, <coughs> not as much against Japan. I thought Japan had just outplayed us, especially right. first half. Right. Um, I, I just thought that they were just the better side. But this really come up here because we're talking about it. Um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Bosnia," because I call them with the exception of the first ten minutes and the ten minutes preceding the second goal, the fortuitous penalty. I thought we were pathetic, and a lot of people said to me a bit harsh. I said, "No," I said, "Because forget about Thailand's ranking for one second. They've played four games and." Not won one game and only scored one goal. Yeah, zero points. Zero points. And I said, and you know, I, I said, really, we should be putting teams like this away. We haven't. We have to give credit to them. Like I said, don't want to get too caught up in what we did wrong. It's what a lot was what they did right. But some of the performances, I, 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 I couldn't believe seeing some of them play like they did. Is that the first black mark against Ange's name? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, well, I wouldn't put it against his name uh, per se, but um, he did make a choice. Respons- yeah, he's the res- he's he's t- he's the responsibility of choosing that starting yeah. lineup. So that's the black mark would go yeah. because he made a point after the game, which is very valid. He said it's not it's not up to him what happens with people's personal careers. That's correct, but it is up to him who he chooses. Yeah. So then choose people who are playing regular, whether it be in the A League, whether it be in Malaysia. Whether, you got you know Mark Milligan who's playing regular. When he came on, it was a big difference. He's playing regular. You know, um, you know, choose those people. Luke Bratton, who was on the bench. Choose them, you know. Just you know, because he basically said when he first come in, he would be choosing players who were playing regular football. We didn't abide by that the other night. Mm, okay, uh, but still not all lost. Obviously, it's five games to get this five right. games together. But like I've said before, and this is a wake up call. If it was frozen now, we would be going through that playoff route. Yes, the route. The snakes so, and ladders. Exactly. So I mean, all the best for that. You know, you're talking. Okay, you got Uzbekistan home and away, and at the moment it would be Honduras home and away. Well, I wouldn't be putting my house on that. I don't know about you. Mm. This is the Rush Hour here on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. <laughs> Boz just pointed to himself. Well, yes. <laughs> that was documented, but that well, was just one night. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Not many of us have been on page three of the Sun newspaper in Britain with a dress on and getting whipped. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
Did I tell you what happened after that? So that day it came out. That's why I went, which, that day it came out. So yeah. I, I was you like and Dwight York? mortified, yeah. But he wasn't playing. I don't know why. He was at Man United. He'd just gone to Man United. Man United weren't playing, I think, because they had to play the Super Cup that week. Right. We're playing Sheffield Wednesday. You're at, still at Villa. I'm still at Villa. We're playing Sheffield Wednesday at uh, at Hillsborough. And there was 37,000 people. There were probably about 3,000 away supporters, like Villa <laughs> right. supporters. And every time I went to go, ne- anywhere near the ball, the uh, whole crowd, not just, the, not just <laughs> two or three, the whole crowd all the way. <laughs> thank God. Fill people in. So, thank it, God we won. So, the, Dwight, someone so, shot you. Someone shot us years earlier at Dwight's having a, a truthful dare basically on the bed okay. where the girls who were there put our clothes on and we put their clothes on. And if you made an answer which everybody thought was particularly sort of uh, wrong or <laughs> conceded or whatever, there was punishment. And one of the punishments was this is hit with a belt. That's all. And uh, idiot Dwight York had security cameras in his house. Thought it was hilarious. Never told anyone. And somebody yeah. obviously come into the house, stole it, and sold the, it. Oh, yeah. my God. So there you go. Really, How does that apology uh, go when Dwight says... Uh, well, he rang me basically with his girlfriend. Um, he was bl- locked in the toilet in Manchester and she was going, I could hear her going nuts in the background. Um, <laughs> he goes, oh, I didn't know, didn't know where to ring you or the police. I said, well, <laughs> you better ring at least the hotel and tell her why she's going nuts. Um, and I said, well, I said, I said, basically, I said, what, you can say what you want, buddy, but it's spilt milk. I said, that's not the big, you've got to apologise to my fiancé who was like, who'd called 42 times and, and I said, and my parents had called about 37, Yeah. So that, that that were the two big ones. Anyway, we got we finally got over it. <sighs> that all came from uh, the intro that just said that uh, made some silly well, reference that's what to I thought. That's what I thought you were talking about the B man. But you no, I don't obviously. think so. Oh, okay. I think it was a sideshow's. Oh, oh a crack okay. at the host. I thought it was a little crack at the buzzer. Oh, that was great, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Rush Hour on go. Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. Mm. Yeah, Triple M Rush Hour. And we do it for Lendy Home Loans. If you're looking for a better home loan, go to lendy.com.au. Get your home loan online. They've got all the options available there for you, and I'll come up with the best one. Hmm. Mark Bosich here with Dan. This is the Rush Hour. Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. We Drive will drive you and your car home for as little as $30. Download the We Drive app today. I think we can lock one in for the test match next week. Boz victorious Peter Hanscom. He continues to ram home his application for a baggy green. Uh, he was very much in the um, in the mix, and he racked up 215 against New South Wales wow. at the SCG. Huge. Matthew Wade battled, only making six. The keeper, oof, the bowling. Nathan Lyon, none for 141 mm. off 39. And Stephen O'Keefe, not much better. What, what one would you for do for that third test, Dan? Like, what, if you were like the main selector, if you had the main, like, what, would you just sort of say, okay, look, we've lost the series, let's just try a whole lot of new guys, or would you? We don't wipe out a selector, uh, the chairman of selectors. It is a dead rubber. Hmm. Uh, Kerry O'Keefe was very interesting this morning, saying it's very be very careful about putting in young blokes in a situation now where we have two we have back to back day night tests hmm. with a pink ball and with a pitch where they let the grass go, so the ball is conserved. So hard batting conditions. Hmm. Hanscom will be in. Hmm. Um, Kawaja will probably open. Hmm. I don't know what they'll hey, do like with Callum Joe Burns. Burns. I mean, he just made his debut. You can't, I think. Yeah, he'll get, he'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and Joe Burns was the other one that just made his debut? Yeah, well, no, he's been in and out. Oh, okay. So maybe. Who was the other one that made a debut? It was Callum Ferguson and. Well, Vogue just won't be there. Oh, he got Unlikely. Knocked out. He, got he got knocked out. And also, 
pretty ugly like, way to get Isn't out. it at that stage where they just go, okay, let's just tear the sheet out and actually start again and, and pick and stick? Be interesting what they, honestly, what they do. Well, when's the team pick? There's only, well, the test is on, what, the 24th, so that is next Thursday. Okay. So I'd say after this Sunday night, I would guess. Oh, that's all it is, it's a guess. Hmm. Uh, but I think there was an article, I think it was Mike Cowell, the English writer, who thought this is the biggest crisis in Australian cricket since World Series. Cricket. Fascinating article. Hmm. Was uh, it Mike Howard? Did I get that right? Mike Howard? He's not. He's an Aussie, though. Oh, is he? Yeah. At the Gabba, none of the none of the hopefuls uh, in the South Australian team have pushed their claims. Callum Ferguson was dismissed for just four, but I think he'll be okay. Travis yeah. Head, 37. And Jay Kleeman, son of uh, Darren, only made seven. Mm. Meantime, Australia's next opponent, the world number one Pakistan, has been rolled for 133 in the first test against uh, New Zealand. The Black Caps, three for 104 in reply. But the big story, which broke uh, a little while ago... Faf Duplessis has been charged with ball tampering. Oh, we had to. Did you see the see the footage? Lolling up the ball. Yeah. And the suspension, well, it could ca- the punishment, he's pled not guilty, but if found guilty, hmm. I don't know how he'd be found not guilty because it is clear video evidence. That's if they've I mean. gone to the point of charging him, I don't know what how he can defend that. Uh, could be suspended for I'd love to get a, a, test. an expert cricketer on to, to actually to, to confirm with them. Does it make, it obviously must they swear make. by it. It must make a huge difference for them to be doing it. The theory, though, is that it doesn't have as much effect on the Kookaburra balls as it does on the English Dukes. Dukes. But aren't we using the, Dukes now in Australia? I don't. I think the Test ball. Oh, you could be right. I think we've they, changed over. I think we've changed over to Dukes, buddy. Okay, check that. Or go. somebody ring in and tell us, please. But I think the Bozo's right in this one. <laughs> I think. Oh, oh, you know what? You might mm. be right. I'm sure I saw that. Let's start, we'll start right. the series. Yeah. Um, the English players, I think it was 2005, they would have, um, they were, was it triple X lollies? Mm. Yeah, that's it. Extra the, sugary. The um, the, the uh, mints, extra strong mints. Yes, and yeah. uh, they were getting all sorts of reverse swing. Mm. And that was a series when the ball won. starts so swinging. So it does have an we're, effect. We're not great when the ball starts swinging. Are we? uh, no, we're not. <laughs> At, but honestly, the margin's so big, can we really blame a no. doctored ball. No, but Adam Scott has rocketed back into the thick of things at the Australian Open. Scott followed yesterday's bleak one-over with a 7-under 65. He's now two off lead, the leaders, James Nitties and Ryan Fox, while Jordan Spieth is three back. He let it slip late in the second round with a double bogey on 15. Mm. Rod Pampling is also well-placed. He's tied with uh, Scott a couple back. Rod. And... <laughs> Oh, you met him on the uh, on the journal. back page on Tuesday. Good fellow, really good, really good. Uh, it was ma- funny because when he first started, he, he was like a little bit—I wouldn't say apprehensive—but he was like, you know, like he wasn't, you know. But th- then he, he had so, we we pre-recorded his segment, and he had such a good time. He was like, oh, yeah, edited it. Yeah, he was like, well, <laughs> we're like, we're like, uh, you know, we're probably going to go back in now, and Rod would still be there. Like, you know, he just wanted <laughs> to stay there. It was absolutely outstanding. Uh, Peter Senior has announced his retirement. Uh, he did it in the middle of his round today when his hip gave out. What a wonderful career he had. 34 tournament wins, and his last being last year's Australian Masters at the age of 56. Wow. So congratulations, a wonderful career. Mm. And you've probably heard by now, but the Four Nations final pitch at Anfield will only be 91 metres, try line to try line. Wow. Because Anfield, very tight. Yeah, very, very tight to the ground. and Sorry, very, very tight to the to the crowd. Well, a football um, field is 100 metres, isn't it? Yeah, well, it should be. But it can be any... To be fair, a football field can be anywhere from 70 to 110. Oh, OK. Yeah, it can be. But can you be, would think, think Anfield wideness. would have 100. Um, we don't know. It's, it's up to because up to the it's up to the individual clubs of how they put it. There is that range. Of, um, I think and width is I think is up to I think between seventy and ninety or something like that. Meters so the clubs because obviously the smaller a field is, 
Well, the more intense the play can be, but the, yes. the less width you have. And there was stories. I remember when uh, Graham Sooners was at Rangers. Graham Sooners' ex-great play for Liverpool was at Rangers Football Club as a manager, and they were playing against the Dynamo Kiev team, who gave him an absolute thumping away from home. He actually, <laughs> he actually brought the pitch in to the, like the mo- the minimum. I was going to say, yeah. I would think teams would do yeah. that. The big problem they've got is they're, they're going to have the rugby league because of the now it's going to be they'll be greasy the pitch and that is sliding into there's not much after you no. because, and they they slant down obviously because of to, to drain the water yes so that's what we've got to be careful well I think Brett it was, Morris was it Luke well Brett Luke Lewis Mor- might have done Lewis it once too. Brett Morris at Old Trafford yeah uh, almost uh, hurt himself yeah, anyway kickoff is one thirty a.m. Sydney twelve thirty a.m. Brisbane Monday morning that's the mm. Four Nations final that is a sports update for We Drive. Uh, we're going to talk a bit of cricket shortly and uh, news update right after this. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. We're not yawned before we start a segment. Excuse me, Dan, oh. excuse me, all the listeners. I apologise for that. I, I was. Uh, well, we didn't capture you, but it just it doesn't seem oh, that good. I just mistimed it. I, I, you know, when the producer here was saying uh, four seconds, I thought he meant 14. <laughs> okay. By the way, to confirm, yes, you are partially right, Boz. We are using Duke balls, yes. but in Sheffield Shield, not in. Oh. I, I didn't think we were using them yet in internationals, but we're using them in Sheffield Shield as part of the preparation for the next Ashes tour in England. That's oh. <laughs> a fair way away. I know. Are we placing too much importance on the Ashes? I mean, I know they, they they're the biggest thing, I guess. I guess for us, but. There, there are other international teams too. You know, I understand, but they nothing wrong with learning how to play a different brand of ball. No. Uh, now, everyone has their Duke. theory. Duke Ganane. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Lord Bosnich. Everything okay? Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful jolly day at the cricket today, wasn't it, Duke? Yeah. <laughs> Would you care for a cucumber sandwich? Why not? Uh, oh, now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, everyone's We're got their about, theory I mean, on about... what's wrong with the Australian team and the whole setup. No, I think you'll find us a whole lot of things. Well, I, well, here's Ian Healy. Now, we could, I'll tell you what we could do. We can get every single expert's opinion and apply them back to back and not do anything on this show for a week and just yeah. put our feet up. But uh, So we're not going to, you know, most of them you sort of let go through to the keeper. I thought this was interesting, though, from Ian Healy, who talks about uh, Sheffield Shield being a problem and the coaching right setup as well. This is on SEN Radio in Melbourne. We have undervalued it, and then we've undervalued club cricket because that's why we put the Futures League in there. We thought club cricket wasn't doing its job, so we'll put the Futures League in between and provide another step for players. Well, club cricket's the hardest cricket to play because you might get a bat once every three weeks. You better make the most of it. They're there. The challenges of uh, club cricket are what made Australia a very strong cricketing nation. Uh, strong club system, then shield cricket, extremely competitive once every two weeks, and then national national play. So, And then national cricket has come back and play shield, and shield cricket has come back and play club. So we watered all that down because we don't think our bowlers should be bowling anywhere near as much as they once did. I think there's too many around the Australian cricket team. You know, we can now... We can now see they don't have any impact. In the last 12 months, we've lost 10 wickets for 80 runs way too often. So tell me the batting coach is working. You know, he can't change things up there. Um, we need to get them down, uh, producing talent in the 14, 15, 16-year-old brackets, feeding it to states. And uh, the, the Australian cricket team run by a coach and an assistant coach. That'll do, mate. Okay. Hmm. There's his theory. Put yeah, the best pretty, people with the kids. Pretty, pretty spot. Yeah, 100% about that. Hundred percent about that, and I'll tell you where I first learned that. It was uh, 
um, in Croatia when I went to um, and they, they they've got a conveyor belt of players and when they were part of the ex Yugoslavia as well along with the with Partizan Belgrade and Red Star Belgrade split then what they used to produce player after player and their theory was the best coaches should go with the five year olds. So that's what they did, and they produced player after player. And I totally agree with the uh, with the setup with the national team, a, a coach and maybe an assistant coach, and that's it. And I think they should be choosing the team as well. Mm. Just like I mean, I find it very very strange that you have four selectors who, you know, have all have their opinion and so forth, and and the captain as well doesn't really get a say um, when the captain's supposed to be important, so so important. So if he doesn't get a say, then it should be, in my opinion, should be a coach or the manager, whatever you want to call it, who should be picking the team. Um, in terms of the club cricket, I can understand exactly where it's coming from. That sounds very, very similar to, to similar things that what's going on in football. Um, um, but I think one thing that you did leave out is that basically the, the fact is that people are preparing players for 2020s these days rather than preparing to be test cricketers. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. Uh, tough examination for the Wallabies this weekend. They haven't beaten France on their home turf for six years and only twice in their last seven meetings uh, over mm. there in 15, 16 years. I've got a feeling that they're going to do it. And not only that, they're going to do the Grand Slam. But you know, uh, you watch. You know hardest... this doesn't count for no, the Grand No, I know. Slam. Yeah, obviously not because... Uh, they're yes, not one yes, of the home but countries. Enough, but um, it, uh, I know everyone's saying England's going to be the hardest game. I've got a feeling it's going to be Ireland. Mm. I think we'll, I think we'll beat, beat the English and I think we'll beat the French, but Ireland's going to be the one. And they showed it against the All Blacks a couple of weeks ago. Why? Yeah, if they can beat them, they can beat anyone. Novak Djokovic can still in the year world number one. Djokovic is through to the semis of the ATP finals in London. Now, Andy Murray should book his place tonight, and the scenario is simple. Whoever goes further out of the pair will end the year with top spot. Wow. And there's a good... Well, there's a chance they'll meet in the semis. Uh, good news for the Western Sydney Wanderers. Tony Popovich knocking back an offer to coach Shanghai Shenhua. <laughs> uh, tonight, Wanderers at home to Melbourne City. Close to a sellout. There are still tickets available, but it will be just about a full house. Yeah, it will be. Um, well, they've got 18,000 members, as you call them. I call them season ticket holders. Um, but I think the, uh, the the move to Spotless has had a, a, some of them been a bit, because apparently it's so hard to see from some of the places that you're sitting. But that's the way it is for three years until mm-hmm. they get their new stadium at Parramatta Stadium, which that, they fully deserve. That's a sports update for We Drive. Slight clarification, Pakistan number two in the world now. They were number one test nation. It's now India. Who's number top, one? India is top India, dog. faulty. We're going to check in with our man from Sportsbet after this. It is the Rush Hour Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Lendy. Looking for a better home loan? Compare in seconds and apply online at lendy.com.au. Triple M, just about done for another week. Yes, we are, Dan. You're gonna now. This is not your last show for the year, is it? We got two weeks of rush hour. Are you available for us? I'm available. I told you, I live in the city. I'm ready and available. I actually wait outside the building when I'm not on, listening to the show. I know, and we've called up about that. Yes, on a trans on a transistor radio, people look at me a little bit weird, but I I explained to them. I'm just ready and waiting. I'm that hungry. (laughs) Yeah, but don't have your nose pressed up against the glass. That's a bit. It's all a bit pathetic. Or wearing long coats in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, it makes it very hot. Christian Jansen from Sportsbet.com.au. Hello to you. Oh, I love being on the show too, boys. I wait till Joel Kane goes on holidays to get a start. Oh, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, buddy. Well, this is a good time to knife him. I'm actually he's leaning, not listening. Um, you know, I love Joel, but I'm leaning towards Christian. I just think he's just much brighter, much younger, much fresher. Well, hang on. Okay, when Joel's on next week, yeah. are you going to say this to his face? Yeah, I will. I don't think Joel's coming back, actually. If I do a good job tonight, yeah. maybe he won't. Oh, you're going to ton your heart in. <laughs> heart in. Okay, Wanderers Melbourne City. Before I get your odds, Christian, in sports, but what, do you, what, what, what does the boss say? Well, the boss is going for Melbourne City, but the way he's tipped this year, that means probably that the Wanderers will win. Um, on form, and I'm sure Christian will, will uh, verify Boz, this tipping, with the odds. Oh, can I say year on year? Your yeah. expert comments are wonderful, but yes. your tipping is terrible. Well, there's a theory behind it. Do you want me to tell you now? Yeah, go on. All right, this, and this is for the whole world. Yeah. Because, like you said, because my comments are so good, 
<laughs> right? I've got to balance things out. Because imagine if my tipping was good as well, it would be too good to be true. So I've got to do that for everyone to make them feel better about themselves. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going for Melbourne. I'm going for Melbourne City, but but knowing Wanderers and and the way that you know the way that they are, even though they got beat three 0 on a bad end of some bad decisions last week, they could very well come and win tonight. I can tell okay. you that. What are the odds, Christian? Well, the punters agree with you, boys. Melbourne City getting all the money two dollars thirty five. They're in from two sixty actually, and the Wanderers needing that win two eighty at home. No one wants the draw. No one's sitting on the fence at three sixty five. Wow. Jimmy Cahill seven dollars for the first goal, but. How can you go past Fornaroli at fives? Mm. All right, wow. so that's on. Um, that is on soon, actually. Yeah, that is on soon. By the way, Fox everyone, sports, four. sports bet. If you're a sports bet customer, check your account. I've just found a bonus bet in here, and I have no idea what it's for. I've been mm. refunded for something, so I would implore oh. everyone to check their account. Maybe I don't know. I'll tell you mine. One hundred and sixty-two dollars fifty. I have no idea what I've done to get that back, but there you go. You've just been a good person, buddy. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. There's rumours around that they now put a chip in your new iPhone. And it measures not your heart rate, anything, but whether or not you're a good person. And then they give you a bonus. You know what is real? What? Have you read this? You know the app Shazam? Yeah. There is a version of Shazam. That's the thing that picks up what song you're listening to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apparently on the uh, Mac, it keeps the microphone on the whole time. Oh, great. No, not great. It okay. means it records everything that happens in and around your computer. I like that. No, what for? Because I Did think you everybody not see the should Snowden be, movie? Yes, but I think everybody should think all the time when they're talking on the phone, when they're talking in public and that, that the lights, camera, action are on them. It'll improve behaviour. Oh, what? Everyone will sound like they're from the Australian cricket team. <laughs> well, you know, it's a bit disappointing. Now, we got the Australian, Australian Open, Open golf. golf. We had Rod Pampling on. At what odds is Eve? We had he, him on, on he, back he page good. on Tuesday. He's going well. well. He's just turning back the clock, Pamps. He's thirteen dollars uh, coming back after that win in Vegas. But look, uh, the cream, Adam Scott at three seventy-five and Jordan Spieth at four thirty-three. But look, they're three and four off the lead because uh, James Nitties is on fire. He's a seventeen-dollar chance despite being up the top. A couple of other guys uh, who were two hundred to one at the start: Reen Gibson at thirteen dollars, uh, Ryan Fox. He's just coming to ten as well. So a couple of chances outside of the big names, but you still want to be on Scott and Spieth, don't you? Yes, well, I would definitely. think so. Spieth, as I said a bit earlier, double bogey near the end, so that's cost him, but he's only three off the pace. And then we've got racing. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, the Ballarat Cup, uh, Cup, the railway stakes. And what's the best back tonight at the Valley? Yeah, good night at the Valley. Uh, back race four, number one. It's called Go Down. The price is going down as well. Mm. In from $5 to $2. So wow. they're having a crack, the punters. The top weight in the fourth uh, at Moody Valley. Uh, best of luck, but gamble responsible. Beautiful. Sports bets, new racing Thanks, form Richard. with animated... Uh, it's Christian, you idiot. That's you called said. him Richard. I said Christian. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I take it back. You're not no an problem. idiot. Yes. I'm the idiot because well, I misheard you. Did you, know, did you not notice how I didn't really reply? I'll accept idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. But I did say Christian. No, I snapped and I shouldn't have. Sports bets, new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of best bets. Gamble responsibly. Our thanks to Christian and Boz. The clock has got us. Ugly Phil's waiting. We oh, have to go. Oh, okay. All right. No you worries. have a good weekend. Well, I want to go and watch the football anyway, so I've got to get home. We're, we're, uh, I'll be watching it at home um, and tomorrow. No invite? Oh, if you'd like to come, you're very welcome. I'd love you to. Let's hop in a taxi together. Just uh, don't put your hand on my lap. I'll go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I only did that twice. <laughs> we are got to go.